0: For hundreds of years, only men were allowed to study medicine and earn the title of medical doctor. Yet today, a third of all doctors are women. How did this happen? And who was the first woman doctor? Elizabeth Blackwell was the first woman in the United States to receive a medical degree. Her sister, Emily, was the third. But it wasn't easy for either of them. Born in England in the 1820s, they were two of nine children in a close-knit Quaker abolitionist family. Financial difficulties drove the Blackwells to the United States in 1832. Within a few years, the children were fatherless and penniless, having to earn their own living. Elizabeth, her mother, and two older sisters worked in the accepted female profession of teaching. Teaching, however, did not agree with Elizabeth's nature. Her interest in medicine was sparked after a friend fell ill and remarked that had a female doctor cared for her, she might not have suffered so much. In 1837, the United States had a mixture of medical apprenticeships, for-profit schools, and a few more rigorous medical colleges. In Europe, medical education was more established although courses were often theoretical rather than practical. One universal? Women were not welcome. Rejected everywhere she applied, Elizabeth Blackwell was finally admitted to Geneva Medical College in Western New York in 1847. She was voted in unanimously by the all-male student body who voted to admit her as a prank. All through college she faced discrimination and obstacles. Professors forced her to sit separately at lectures and often excluded her from labs. Townspeople and much of the male student body ostracized and harassed her. But, despite it all, she finished top of her class. On graduation day, The town turned out to the packed ceremony and fell silent when Dr. Blackwell was called up last to receive her diploma. It shall be the effort of my life, by God's blessing, to shed honor on this diploma, she said. The crowd burst into applause. Emily, her younger sister, had only a slightly easier experience. Her application for admission to medical school was rejected by 11 schools simply because she was a woman. She was finally accepted at Rush Medical College, but was not allowed to finish her degree. She refused to give up and instead studied medicine privately for a time, attended clinical lectures in New York City, and took teaching jobs in order to earn extra money while trying to find a school that would admit her. She was finally accepted into Cleveland Medical College in Ohio, where she graduated in 1854. Three years later, in 1857, doctors Elizabeth and Emily Blackwell opened the first hospital staffed by women, called the New York Infirmary for Indigent Women and Children. After the Civil War, a decade later, the Blackwell sisters established the first and only women's medical college in New York City. By 1899, the college had trained 364 women doctors. Elizabeth had a warrior spirit. She was active both in social reform and authorship, authoring over 40 articles in medical journals over the years. She had no interest in marriage and chose medicine as a path to self-sufficiency. Emily was the better doctor, an accomplished surgeon with compassionate bedside manner. She ran the hospital they founded for 40 years. Her remarkable administrative skills gradually transformed an institution originally housed in a dingy, rundown, rented 16-room house into a hospital that expanded many times over the years. By 1874, the infirmary served over 7,000 patients annually. For the last few decades of her life, she lived with her partner, Elizabeth Cushier, who also served as a doctor at the infirmary. Today, both women are regarded as feminist trailblazers. But as biographer Janice Nomura notes, They were also complicated, prickly, sometimes self-contradictory people. Slowly, America followed the Blackwell's lead. By 1910, the year both sisters died, there were 9,000 women doctors in the United States, about 6% of the total. Today, 35% of physicians in America are women, and women comprise about half of all medical students. Worldwide, there have never been so many women in medicine and research, and therefore on the front lines of the pandemic. We all owe a great debt of gratitude to the Blackwell sisters who braved unrelenting sexist discrimination in their quest to become doctors and opened the door to thousands of women with their own dream to go into medicine.